O'Shane Zimenez, right? X-Man. And, um, you know, we like him for he's – he's a scheme fit for us. You know, he's a guy that's played a lot of football, 48 starts. He's been very productive, uh, many sacks. He's got a good first step. Uh, he's a good edge player, and I think he's going to be a real good fit for our, our defense in base as well as in nickel. And so uh, not to mention uh, as good a player as he is, as productive as he was, he's an even better person. So he's going to be another really good scheme fit for, for our locker room. It's, when I called him to tell him we were going to draft him, he – quickly said hello, dropped the phone, and uh, he's, uh, he's probably as, as excited a player to hear that he was going to be a New York football giant as, as anybody that I've called in the last couple of years. So we're excited to add him to our team, and I think he's uh, a really, really good scheme fit for us. Yes, he is. As, as, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, as Pat mentioned, he's a, he's, he's a terrific kid, the three-time captain, and we're, and we're thrilled to have him. He can do all that stuff for us. Give us some pressure off the edge. He's got a good first step. Um, he's good with his hands. He's got a good counter move. Um, and so I think he, uh, you know, he's, he's developed some, some pass rush uh, at the college level. And, you know, he's got it in his body. He's got that initial quickness that you need as a rusher. And then he's got, he's got pretty good size. You know, he's, you know, 6'4"-ish you know, in the 250s, and um, that's, that's, a, that's a really good-sized man. And, and he's still got room to grow. He's young. Was he a target going into the, the third round? Very honestly, <laughs> yeah, as the board's breaking. You know, and he was uh, – we had a second-round value on him, Russ, the bottom of the second. And as the board was breaking, we were – we started talking around when we were about – 14, 15 picks away, mm -hmm. we started talking, and he's there, and and then as we got closer and closer, obviously, you know, once we we really start going through the process, probably we'll talk about three guys when we're about five, six picks away. We'll talk about three, and then if a guy comes off, we talk about the next guy. All right, so that's that's how we line it up. So the bottom line is he was, you know. We're, we're th we're th we were thinking about trading up, but I said, no, I want to hold our water and and because uh, I didn't want to give up the four or two fives for tomorrow because of with it, w w what our board looks like. So, um, yes, he was a target for sure. You were thinking about trading up like in the late third round? Yeah, just four, just four or five spots. No, 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 no. No, gosh, no. No, where we're sitting... We'd have to give up the rest of the draft, but so we're at 95, and we're thinking, you know, a six could get up, get us up to 90, get us up five slots. But I said, you know, let's let's just hold our water for now, and I'm glad we did. Is it hard to project? Is it hard to project an edge rusher, a pass rusher? I'm sorry, Tom. Is it hard to project a pass rusher from a small school to the NFL? I think that you know, it, again, you know, the, the litmus test. Is you know he went to Old Dominion's ODU, so he, it's it's Division One program, but obviously it's you know it's it's not the Power Five, and uh, you know you just say to yourself, would this kid start at? So he's at Old Dominion, so you'd say to yourself, does he start in the ACC? You know, does, could he possibly you know you know could he start in the SEC? I mean, you know, you think about those things, and he can. The interesting thing about him is. You know, because he's played so much and, and, and the kind of kid he is, 
as w unusual, he, he has, as Pat said, he, he has legitimate counter, counter pass rush ability, counter pass rush moves. Most of the kids coming out of college have their move, and it's one of these. They come off the ball. Before they come off the ball, they know what they want to do, and if the tackle thwarts them, they don't know what to do. Now, now what do I do? So they get stuck. You know, uh, O'Shane can counter. He can, <coughs> he can counter punch, which is, which is what made Chubb so special last year, you know? And it, he proved it by walking on and getting a dozen sacks his first, first time out of the box, of course, playing across him. That Miller guy didn't hurt him. How much does, uh, he's forced a lot of fumbles. I'm sorry? He's forced a lot of fumbles. How much does that stick out him? Is that like a what? skill you look at? And is it like an sure. innate thing or is it the taught thing or what? No, I, I think it's important. You know, you want, you want defensive linemen that contact the ball. And so the ability to knock a ball out, there's a feel to a lot of that. And uh, he has a good feel for it. He was very productive, you know, and. Who knows where, you know, guys, you've seen guys from, from smaller schools go on and have terrific careers. Um, and, you know, guys develop differently at, through their college years. And he's played a lot of football, but I still think uh, he's young and he's, his best ball is out in front of him. So some of those things that they do naturally are things that show up at whatever level of comp they play. Is he a third down player or is he an every down player can stop the run? He's an edge player for us, so he would play the outside backer spot for us uh, when we're five on the line, and then, you know, you take the nose out, and he's a pass rusher and a four-man front. So, he's yeah, he can be a three-down player. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's, yeah. he's, so he's not a designated pass rusher. He's a three. He's a legitimate three-down player for us. Where did the uh, high character show up in your evaluation? I mean, in meetings or the fact that he was a three-time captain? You know, that's that's a big part of it, Pat. You know, he's, he, you know the. Again, it's the scouts going in, vetting them out, talking about them. We, you know, we've we've you know spent time with him, and uh, he's just a real quality kid. Dave, you, you guys obviously you've been here when you've had success of guys from small schools. I don't want to put them at the straight hand or OC level, but you hear the forcing of the fumbles, right? But you hear you hear the forcing of the fumbles, and you immediately hear think of OC. Do you see any of those traits? You, you know, he has some stuff. You know, he, he's, um, as Pat said, that, that you know, the, the forcing of the fumbles has a lot to do with arm has a lot to do with length and then arm length and a knack, you know, which he has. Um, he's got some things he's got to polish up before we put him in that category. But, you know, uh, to answer your question, I mean, I, the, the, kids, the kids really has legitimate pass rush ability. And it's, it's uh, you know. I'm sorry. Were you not done? I think I'm done. That answer your question, at? How important was it to you to uh, make sure you got an edge rusher fairly early in this draft? You know, again, you know, I, I said it before. You know, it was, it was stated last night. We need, we need pass rush help. You know, we feel we've really addressed it. We've gotten with, you know. Dexter Lawrence, and now this kid, we've got inside pass rush help, and we got outside pass rush help. I mean, you can't, you know, you do studies, the quicker you get to the passer, the, the less time the corners have to cover, and good stuff happens, you know. You, you took an offensive tackle, I'd be asking about, you 
took an offensive tackle, we asked it about pass rush, but since you took a pass rush, I'll ask about <laughs> offensive tackle. How comfortable are you with where you're at at right tackle to have to wait till day three? Well, you know, what I'll say is, you know, you, you turn around, and, and again, it's, it's, it's where the board, the value of the board, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, when we were looking at, you know, when we were picking at 17, after Dexter, you know, the defensive tackle group just fell off, the, you know, was falling down to the floor. You know, we had that, that you know, value on Dexter. It's like, what do we, you know, so the, the answer to your question, there's a lot, there's still tackles on the board that we like. There's still tackles, but again, you know, we had, on O'Shane, we had a, he was at the bottom of our second round. Like for both of you, have you guys ever been in the draft where you had this long of a wait between picks? I mean, and, and what was this day like waiting? Uh, I haven't, uh, so we had to wait, you know, quite a few hours, just like you. But you know, we we felt good about the move we made yesterday. You saw we went up and got the corner, and then all of a sudden today, bang, 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 there was a move on corners, you know, and so we felt good about why why we did that. So that kind of got it knocked us out of an early pick. But, um, you know, I think when Dave and the guys put the board together and it falls right on a player that's not only a good player but a player of need, um, I, I think it's a credit to the process. And I think as we get to, as we all get to know this guy better, X-Man, I, I think um, everybody will see why we picked him. Steve, has this board fallen the way you expected it to? You know, Pat, there's always going to be wild, wild card things. And, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. You know, and, and everybody's got different, people have different ideas. Um, the best way I can respond to that is we've never been, we have not had to reach for a pick. You know, we, you know that you know Daniel was where we had him graded. Dexter was right there. You know DeAndre. You know he's sitting way up top. You know sitting up fairly high. We and we're looking at what, what's going on and we're saying we got to take him. We got you know we got to make a move and, and go get him. I mean the X Men. Generally speaking, everybody's board's going to be different. Okay, and if things are working for you. You should be getting you, you most of, more often than not after you get past the first round. More often than not, you're going to get guys around above. So, for example, again, I, last year we had a first round grade on Will. We had second round grades on B.J. and Lorenzo. So, you know, it, 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 it you know it worked for us last year and it worked today. You know. What do you What are you expecting tomorrow? I mean, you have six picks. So. It's a lot of picks you expect to make off six, move around, maybe turn you know, them into future capital. It, it, it's like I said, the, the the draft is is really, you know, it's a full draft. We've got a lot. Of, there are guys in the fourth and fifth rounds that we really like, and we still have third round guys available. So right now, I'm, you know, I'm gonna, we're gonna as the mood moves us. I don't know that we're going to move around. I'm, I'm right right now, I'd like to sit and take the three picks. You know, to, I don't want to move the fours and the fives as of right now, but who knows? Last, last one. 
Kind of a bigger picture question. You have one comp pick tomorrow. You're obviously slated to get a good one for Landon uh, next year. How, how much does that factor into just your overall decision making, the, the comp picks, like the value of those? Excuse me while I scratch. I apologize. <laughs> okay. How does it – try it again. Just how valuable are they and how much do they factor into just the overall decision making? Well, they, they've become even more valuable because you can trade them. Okay, so that, that's, that's where they are valuable. But you think about it all the time. You have to look at it as picks or capital, okay? So everybody starts with $7, all right? This year we started with 12 bucks. all right? So that's the way you have to look at it. It's capital. Obviously, the lower the, the picks, the less, cap, you know, the less they're worth, so to speak, in terms of moving up. But... You, you know, it, it, that, at the end of the day, you're much better off having more than less. And, you know, you turn around and you look at, uh, you know, my first year in Carolina, we had five picks. And it's, you know, and last year, the same thing. You know, it's you, you sit there and you, it's like, you know, you're throwing things in the air. And, and you know, as, as a new GM going into both places, I didn't want to steal from the next year. Now, there are some GMs that will do that. You know, they feel like they're up against it. They, maybe they've got a, you know, they've got a quarterback that, you know, they, and they're willing to continually trade next year's sec first for this year's first. But again, that depends upon the situation you're in. I don't know if you guys remember, but Bobby Bethard, who just went in the Hall of Fame, used to do it all the time. He would trade next, you know, next year's one to get a one this year, and it would can just continue. Um, but you know. You can never have too many picks, and it's it's as long as you you know, uh, and you, and you just gotta be prudent in how you use them.